Ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to have you back. We are thrilled to be back. This is another shitty podcast. I'm Trent Bruce. Nick Grace will be joining us shortly. This is episode 26 of The Quarantine. Holy moly. Halloween is coming up. We're going to have a very spooky episode. We were gone last week, but we were back, so we have twice the fun, twice the scares, twice the LOLs, twice the candy, twice the kisses, and uh, maybe twice the Lolo Jones. Come do the podcast, Lolo. that time it might have been on my end bro yeah that was weird it wasn't working on the ipad and so i switched to the phone and it still wasn't working it said um it kept saying unable to accept request and then i think it was on my end because i i typed a comment out and it said unable to post the comment oh so, thank you for bearing with us guys we took a week off and uh you know we got a little rusty there also <laughs> sure you know, did Nick, also, um, to play into your hatred for technology, but mostly phone Mm -hmm. technology, Mm -hmm. I uh, updated the fucking iPhone OS, and I've only had problems. I've only had problems with it. Yep. I'm so pissed. I think that was part of the update. I was on my walk last night, and I'm listening to music, just trying to enjoy a sunset walk. Literally every time a text came in, Siri was reading the text to me, and I wasn't asking her. Annoying. She was like, "She was like, Stephanie says, have a good walk. Talk to you later." And it's like, and it would like stop the music and talk over the music. So, everyone, if you have a newer iPhone, do not update your OS yet. I don't know why I did that. I hate it. I've only had problems. It's been a week. It sucks. I have had it up to here with Apple products. I really have. I was dealing with the whole iCloud situation yesterday where my computer decided to... Sully! What's up, Sully? My computer with not a lot of gigabytes of space left decided to download everything from my iCloud and not stop downloading it. You couldn't turn it off. And I didn't have the space for it to actually land in my computer. So that was a fun experience. I remember... When people were freaking out about, I think it was Motorola, um, it was a major phone company a few years ago, talked about the idea of having a microchip uh, 
implanted in people's like wrists mm-hmm. um, that would be attached to your phone. So, you know, you know how like uh, essentially it's the same thing, but it's just an Apple Watch now. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone flipped out about, it. oh my god, there would be a microchip in you. Oh my god, this is technology taking over. Da da da. It's like, bitch, technology has been taking over for the past like twenty years, ten years. But can you imagine if we all had our fucking microchips in and that's how we communicated and they do these updates and then we're just fucked and just struggling well, because our because our saying, actual Nick, bodies aren't operating correctly? Cause if, what I'm saying, Nick, uh-huh. is what's the difference between that and our phones? You can throw your not, phone. It's not in your body? Yeah. I mean, we're addicted to these things, man, and, and it's just... I don't know. People, I know I'm kind of going down a wormhole already, but, uh, hey, you hey, know, speak, microchip or a phone. Speak for yourself, man. Nothing controls me except for my Lord and Savior. Amen. <laughs> Amen, dude. Happy Halloween, dude. Pull it, pulling the puppet strings. <laughs> oh, you have free will, he says. Oh, but I know everything that's going to happen, he says. It's all been determined. It's all pre, pre, yeah, predetermined, predestined. He says, mm-hmm. but you have free will. He says, "Good to see you, buddy." <laughs> Good to see you too, man. Good to see you too. So it sounds like we all hate technology, and one of us hates God. So let's get into this, and we'll start talking about <laughs> our week. Um, I'm gonna cut us down. Quick. Okay, what's okay. up? Okay. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, before we get into our weeks, mm-hmm. uh, everyone that's on here, uh, we only have a few people, but I'll keep bringing it up. So we started a little late because of technical issues. That's okay. We'll go a little later. But ladies and gentlemen, we probably have the most viewer question or listener questions we've ever had. So we're going to try to get through all of these. So bear with, not don't bear with us. It's going to be mm-hmm. a good time. But just to let you know, we probably have like 30 plus questions, which it's is fucking It's going to be a big portion of this podcast. Thank you guys for sending in questions and I'll, I'll give it over to, to Nick Grace here. What's, What's up, up with, with your week? week? What's, What's up, up with, with your week? week? What's, What's up, up with your week? week? What's, What's motherfucking going on with, with your motherfucking spooky dookie weeks. fucking week? <laughs> you know that, yeah, it dawned on me that our What's Up With Your Week song <laughs> is, it starts off like Happy Birthday. And then I guess it deviates. Well... I remember uh, in person it was it was pretty pretty good, but since uh, quarantine it's uh, I don't know if we'll ever get it, but that's the fun of it. It's it's part of what makes the podcast what it is. Shitty. Well, Nick, I would love for you, um, especially since we've got Mama Grace on here. I know she loves what's up with your week. Uh, I would love for you to go first, and you had you had a pretty epic time. Uh, since we last spoke 
Yeah, um, no problem. I will go first. Speaking of mothers, your mom's well, on. My mom's on here. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a I had a very awesome week off away from the podcast. For those who don't know, I went to New Mexico last week to go elk hunting with my dad, and it was the highlight of my year. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, the town we were in was called Chama, New Mexico, up in northern New Mexico, just south of Colorado. The drive over there, because I drove instead of flew, it was 14 hours. So shout out audiobooks and shout out friends who told me what songs to sing on my way there. But that was a boring fucking drive. Until, (laughs) until I got about an hour away from my destination and it was about 9 or 10 at night, complete darkness, and there was suddenly wildlife all around the roads. In that last hour of driving, I saw nine elk, nine mule deer, and I almost hit a red fox. Wow. It was a very nerve-wracking um, little portion of driving. Um, and the only reason you could see them is because they're just five feet away from the road. So they're, they were very close to my car. But anyway, landed in Chama, New Mexico. Woke up that next morning very early with my dad and the other hunters. So there was a total of seven of us guys that were in the hunting camp. It was me, my father, Dwayne and Brian Lalone, a fellow named Dick Larson, another fellow named Todd, uh, Sam, and uh, 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 I think that was, that is it. That's all seven. Um, Those are classic dude names. Classic dude names. Everybody was from the state of Michigan. I was I was the youngest. Uh, most of them, I think, were my dad's age or a little older. Um, it was absolutely amazing. So I'm going to take you guys the real quick cliff notes of what our hunt consisted of. Um, we woke up early on Wednesday morning, and we got into the woods at about 6.30 a.m., and it's still very dark outside. And the moment we parked our truck and we got out and started mar- marching down this hill, for those who have never heard what an elk sounds like, a, a bull elk sounds like when it's essentially screaming, it sounds like a fucking dinosaur. It's very primal. And so we get Whoa. out of the truck, and it's every 20 to 30 seconds, you're hearing another bull elk just screaming through the woods. Um, from about half a mile away, mile away, you can hear them from a very long distance. And what they do is highly recommend you guys YouTube this. They're screaming essentially to the other male elk to not come near me, but also to all the cow elk to come fucking near me because it's about oh. time to be <laughs> to be mating season. So everybody's kind of shacking up. Well, that's elk. what I was gonna ask: is it is it for them or is it they smelled you guys? No, it has nothing to do with us. It had nothing to do with us. Do you um, have to wear like, like they when you go deer hunting, you have to wear. Uh, what it's not called deer. What is it called? Blaze spray, orange, or a, no, no, it's not. It's you spray the scent on you. It's not just called deer piss. Oh, but, no, we didn't. We didn't put any scent on. No scent okay. and no scent blockers. We just put camo on and and just started hiking. Um, so this morning couple uh three of the three of the old guys they went with some other guides and then my father myself and the Lalones went with two guides and so we're walking down this hill and there's just elk 
just screaming everywhere and it's crazy you can't see them but they're just everywhere and we probably were hiking for about 30 minutes all downhill and we came to this very small section where the woods breaks and it was just clear and you could see this meadow on the other side and on the other side there were i believe it was two cow elk on this mountain it was about 200 yards away and our guide kurt aiken fucking awesome guide he's actually also from elma michigan but he's living down there part-time um, and he's been guiding out there since 1996. Absolute, Whoa. straight up expert. He just knew that a bull was going to come through that clearing. So he got the shooting sticks ready, and he got Dwayne Lalone, who was um, uh, Brian's, he was the dad, on the sticks. 6.30 in the morning. Um, it's an intense situation already. Dwayne has shot an elk before, but he's also getting up there in age. So he gets on the sticks, and he just starts going, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I can't get a shot off. I'm shaking. And I'm looking at it through the binoculars, and he's got a perfect shot lined up. And I'm yelling. I'm whisper yelling, Dwayne, shoot it. Shoot it. Kurt's yelling, shoot it. My dad's yelling, shoot it. Um, eventually, he Can lets a shot off. Can you see him physically off. shaking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. Um, he gets a shot off, and the elk goes down right away. Um, it was very intense. It was very cool. My dad and Dwayne went to go see that bull, but me and Kurt kept walking. And Brian went somewhere else to get another elk, and he actually was very successful too. So at this point, it was me and Kurt alone. And this is where the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in the woods happened. It had nothing to do with taking an animal at all. This shit was so cool. We had been hiking for about two hours... And we came to this part in the mountain where below us was a meadow and above us was a meadow. And everything else was woods. And we heard a couple elk off to our right and a couple off to our left. And we assumed that they were going to push their girls into the meadows. That didn't happen. What did happen is while we were standing between both of these meadows, something mm-hmm. that looked like a dog about 100 yards away started trotting directly towards us. Not running, not walking though trotting like it's out for a jog straight towards us and it gets to be about 20 yards away and the guide kurt goes i think that's a coyote Mm. and he stops and i look at him and i go no that's a fox it was a red fox and he got to 20 yards away from us and he just stopped and he was looking directly at us and and we thought well this is this is pretty fucking cool yeah. You you rarely see foxes anyway, let alone one that's just chilling there. He was big. He was big. He was the size of a small coyote. He was the biggest fox I've ever seen. Most most red Whoa. foxes are around the size of a house cat, or maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. This guy was big. He was big and he was old. Um he was a red fox and he you knew you could tell he was old because he was really only red around his chest and his face still the rest of his back was fading into gray and white and red fox paws are usually all black and they were fading into gray and white as well so he was an old man so he got to be about 20 yards away from us and he's looking right at us and then he just walks in another 10 yards and at this point he's so close you could see the end of his nose moving around smelling the air and he's looking directly at us And he's downwind of us. So he could smell us and he could see us. Then he walks another five yards in. 
So at this point, he's 15 feet away from us. And me and Kurt, <laughs> Is we he are... making noise? Nope. He's just looking at us. Me and Kurt were making noise. We were just whispering back to each other. We were moving a little bit so he could see we were there. And then this fox proceeded to do a circle all the way around us from that five-yard distance, looking at us the whole time, and not in a menacing way, literally just looking at us. Got back to where he started, and then he just jogged directly back off to where he came from. What? The whole experience probably took about a minute, a minute and a half, and it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in the woods. Kurt, who's been a guide for damn near 30 years, said he's never experienced anything like that. Um, I kind of, I get a little bit of, uh, kind of chills thinking about it. It was just very weird and very intense and in no way predatory. Wow. It was, it was, it was like, more like just like grandpa, and, grandpa Fox, like checking in on the, on the area. Yeah. It was very much old man of the woods type thing. And the fact of the, the fact of the matter that that Fox was gray at that point and old is insane because foxes don't live that long out there. Coyotes wow. get them all the time. Yeah. So I chalk it up to being the old man of the woods just checking in. It was That's awesome. It was so fucking cool. So fucking <laughs> cool. Our, that alone, that experience alone was worth the trip. It was so awesome. Um, so that morning came to an end, didn't get an elk, but that night, me and my father and Kurt went out again, and then this time, instead of being instead of stalking the elk, we were just going to sit in one spot and wait for them to come to us. So we found a meadow, a different spot, and we were waiting for elk to pour in off the mountain. It's a mace. And they did. About 25 of them poured in off the mountain, and they just chilled right in front of us. And most of them were cows or yearling elk or like uh, scrub bulls. Nothing we could really shoot. 25? Yeah. And we thought that they were going to push through... And then hopefully some of the bigger bulls would come in. And that didn't happen. They kind of got into the meadow and blocked us there. And we couldn't move. So it got to be about 6.15. And sunset um, in New Mexico was 6.30. So we were basically going to cut our losses and just get out of there as quietly as we could without disturbing the elk. And we thought we got up pretty quietly. But something spooked all of them. And when you have 25 sets of eyes, only one of them has to see you. So one of them saw us and they all just took off. And that was incredible, too, because elk are, although they're in the deer family, they behave, in my opinion, very much like roosters. There's kind of like one top dog male and then kind of like his harem of women. So as soon as there's danger, the male, whoever's the, whoever's the top male, will basically corral the rest of the herd and push them in a direction. Mm. And, and to watch that from only probably about they were pretty close, only about 100 yards away, maybe max. It was so incredible and beautiful. But so anyway, we had spooked the herd, and they took off. And Kurt, being the, gu- the guide that he is, had heard bugles way off in the distance. And you can just tell by the way that their voice sounds that it's probably a very decently sized bull. So Kurt just says, fuck it, let's go. And we just basically started fast walking and jogging through the woods in that direction before the sun went down. We got all the way up this mountain, and sure enough, in this meadow, there was a couple cow elk, and then right over this crest came a 5x5 bull. 
and we What's put five by five mean Nicholas? five by five is essentially um it's like a point system that people are familiar okay. with 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 deer it's just five on this side five on this side but the rack of an elk is just monstrous compared to yeah a deer um so this fella came up came uh, over the crest and we got the shooting sticks out shot went off he disappeared under the under the crest and um went probably about 10 yards and there it was and wow. so that was a very heavy experience how much do they weigh like an average weight that's a good question i'm not sure but i know that we pulled about 150 pounds of meat off of them <laughs> so they are they're very sizable animals um absolutely beautiful beautiful and the experience of being there with my dad was incredible man that was incredible um the whole experience all the hunters were just so great we all tagged out in two days it was supposed to be a six-day hunt and it took two days and we were done oh um which which speaks to the amount of elk that are in new mexico we were hunting on uh on some private land there's this fella had a ranch i think it was about three thousand acres um whoa and there's just a lot of elk up there in those mountains our guides were excellent kurt was the main guide from elma michigan and then his his uh his other guides were all i think they were 19 20 and 22 real young kids that just knew their shit it was so cool it was it was so cool the cabins we were staying at it's called little creel in chama new mexico and the lady running it stormy and her husband were the nicest people in the world so nice they let us use like their community room we were in there drinking coffee watching tv eating dinner like whenever whenever we wanted to be just like in a group that's where we were and stormy gave all of us hunters that got an elk which was all of us she gave us these these trophies these gifts for for the successful hunters where her husband had made these um metal crosses out of like uh oh yeah out of like steel and nails (laughs) and it was like simultaneously so silly but also so touching because the people the people really outside of southern california are just considerably nicer everywhere else in the, co- <laughs> in the country and i i was i think i was telling you this i was telling other people um how refreshing it is to go to another spot in america and people genuinely care about you and they've never met you before yeah it was it was just really refreshing to see how many people can just meet you and then they genuinely care about you and they care about you because they also don't care who you are yeah. There's that dichotomy. They don't care what Trent's going to do for them or what Trent's going to ask of them. They're just going to treat Trent like he's a very good person until Trent has reason for them to not treat him like a good person. And that's an extremely refreshing thing. It's extremely refreshing. Um, so that was my that was mostly my hunting trip. My mom was in town. She wasn't there with us at camp. So right before camp and right after camp, I got to spend time with, with her as well. Uh, my cousins, nice. the Schultzes, came in, came down from Colorado, so I got to spend only a couple hours with them, but it was great. Um, and then I just started driving back to uh, to L.A. and and took mostly Route 66 on the way home. Drove through um, the Navajo uh, Reservation, which was wow, really cool. Um, wow. 
shout out to shout out to to them because they are right now they're on a five day lockdown. So that whole reservation, everybody has an in-house lockdown for five days from the 23rd to the 28th, because I guess that oh. they're they're not doing well with COVID-19 at all. And oh, no. I know that resources are already super scarce for for the reservations yeah. anyway. And so is education and, and they already have a rough go of it. So I hope I, I, there's nothing I can do, but hopefully they the situation improves for them. Yeah. But it was pretty incredible to just drive through there and be listening to the radio and the DJs were speaking Navajo on the radio. Oh, cool. And yeah. I had no makes fucking sense. idea what they were saying. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I had no idea what they were saying, but it was cool to listen to. It was really cool to listen to. Um, I did stop at the El Rancho Motel on the way home. It was really cool, but I only stayed there for about 10 to 15 minutes because I found out that tourist attractions are way better when there's nobody there. So I didn't really want to be there very much longer. Yeah. And um, that is that is my trip. I'll get. I'll just really quickly do everything else because I know we got a lot of questions to get to. Got to spend time with Mel and Zenobia. Got a dinner with them the other day. It was amazing. Nice. Haven't seen them very much lately because of COVID nineteen. I love those girls. Um, been listening to a lot of books on tape lately. I, I listened to The Good Lord Bird, which they turned into a TV show. I think it's on Amazon with Ethan Hawke. Um, I, lis- I listened to the book itself. It is fantastic. It's very funny and, and also sad. It's about the abolitionist John Brown from the perspective of a kid named The Onion, who is a boy. He's 11 years old, but he's undercover as a girl as a survival tactic for four years. And it's, it's very funny, but also very sad. Really great book, and now I'm listening to wow. A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court by Mark Twain, and it's read by Nick Offerman, and it is also fucking hilarious. Oh, awesome. It is It is so good. Um, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. He's fucking genius. I wish people would, would, would read Mark Twain and listen to Mark Twain more often. That dude was very good. Very good writer. Missouri, don't... Missouri's finest, Mark yep. Twain. Yep. Sam Clemens. He's that he's that OG. And then Amir says nothing. Friend of the pod, Amir says nothing. He has been in my restaurant now twice in the last two weeks. And I've been working both wow. times. And it's always a blast when he comes in. If, if anybody is not listening to Amir Says Nothing yet, go on Spotify. Amir Says Nothing. It's one word. iTunes. It's He's fantastic. Up and coming that- um, hip-hop artist. He opens for Killa Mike, Mike Shinoda, um, who else? That's also, I would also say in tandem, that is our entire, uh, this week in hip hop is go listen to Amir says nothing for sure. Also that fool. Did you see him get featured on playboy magazine? Playboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wearing, I, I wearing like boxers and robes and stuff. Well, I think they were selling there. I think they're selling like they made like uh Hughes robes. Yeah, like his like cigar rope. Yeah, and so, um, dude, he's been he's been getting some cool like collabs and good because that dude works his ass off. Um, yeah, first season we had him on the podcast. Please go listen to that. It was great. It, it changed my perspective on living yeah. in L.A. and I think it affected you as well. Last but not least, he's awesome. This week in me, the Michigan State swim team has been uh, is being uh, what's it called? Removed. 
from the university. They are getting rid of the Michigan State swim team. So if we can get anybody to support them and try to get Michigan State to change their mind on that and bring the program back, please do. You can follow the Michigan State swim team. You can, they made up a whole bunch of emails that you can email blast the president of the university and, and the faculty to get it going again. Um, is that a is that one of those reasons why it's the I forget the term but one female sport for one male sport kind of thing? I don't believe so because it's both it's both male and female. I think it has a lot more to do with not enough money due to COVID, which we all know is a fucking lie because universities have been overcharging kids <laughs> forever, forever. Yeah. A, a swim team yeah. doesn't cost that much to get going. It's, it's not as cheap as a fucking cross country team, but it's not that expensive to keep around. And the I mean, you already got the pool. <laughs> you already have the pool. It's there, and the impact that college athletics has on kids is unquantifiable. My my cousin Tony, he swam on Michigan State swim team. My cousin Joe lived with the Michigan State swim team. I used to party with them all the time. Um, it's to, to see that they're going to take that away and there's going to be kids in the future that don't have that opportunity. And it's not just happening at Michigan State. It's happening all over the country where people are just getting rid oh, of these teams. Oh, yeah. And to, to see that happening is, is gut-wrenching. Um, my cousin Gianna, she swam not at Michigan State, but she swam at Savannah College of Art and Design, and she was a national champion. Um, as, as someone who wasn't a swimmer growing up but is a swimmer now, I think it's very important to keep athletics around, one, but keep swimming around because it's one of the fucking hardest things there is to do, and it teaches it you a lot about yourself. It's um, very difficult. So if anybody's bored and they want to do email blasts, email blast Michigan State University and get them to change their mind on eliminating the Michigan State swim team. And that is my week. Trent, what's going on in your week, my friend? <laughs> Well, I think we got to – I'm going to try to blaze through this because, again, I want to get the majority of this meat, uh, the majority of this elk meat for our listener question. <laughs> um, but, dude, that was great. It, 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 a, it's good to see you, buddy. Um, good to talk to you. And, um, you know, missed doing the pod last week, but I'm glad you had that time uh, with your family and you, with your folks and, and with your dad. And, uh, man, it's just – you know, you take kind of any wins you can get this year, and uh, I know that that was important to you. So, um, I'm just getting <laughs> I get choked up just talking about it. Um, Thank you, man. Anyway, um, oh, my mother's son—that's what it is. <laughs> um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you got something too, man. Yeah, you're gonna get some meat soon. Uh, that Ew. was that was a little I... bit gross. <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get some elk meat soon. Oh my god! Oh. Um. What's going on in your week, oh. my friend? Sorry, Whew. it just hit me. Um. <laughs> anyway, what's up with my week? First and foremost, to all of our friends here in Los Angeles and all of our baseball fans around the world, congrats to the Los Angeles Dodgers winning their first 
championship World Series in, I believe, 32 years. I am a Cardinals fan. We have a little bit of rivalry with the Dodgers in the postseason. My team wasn't in the fight. Um, the Dodgers have had a rough go at it the past five years. Getting damn near um, as close as you can get, getting the World Series, you know, three times in four years. Also, controversy with the Astros, then the controversy with the Red Sox. So, to my friends that are Dodger, Dodger fans, um, congrats. I'm happy for you. And then my second immediate thought with that is, damn, I really want a ring for my team now. <laughs> <laughs> what is... Why does so, LA get to get all the fucking rings, man? <laughs> I no, it. I'm like in the same breath. I'm like, congrats. I legitimately am happy for them. Yeah. The next breath is now. It makes me want to win even more. Um, well, at least you guys have a reason. Detroit hasn't had anything since 2003. We got nothing. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that's a tough town to to be a sports fan. Sure um, is. So, uh, what else is going on? Um, helped out the lady, uh, my gal, on a music video shoot. Um, first time being on set in a long time. Um, it was fun. Um, it was kind of like a... Definitely like a upbeat, like pop kind of rock song. Um, one of her friends and clients. And we had some really, really cool shots. And so... I don't want to give it away too much. I'll definitely like be posting about it when it comes out later this year, or I think early next year. But there's some cool shots um, in that. I don't know how much I can say, but yeah, it's um, it's it, it's a different take on a video. There's some unique unique things going on, um, cinematically. So I'm excited. Um, it was fun. It was also kind of weird just being around a bunch of people. Um, with the world the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Um, it was uh, it was a long day. It's a reminder that being on set is uh, takes it out of you. Yeah, those are some long fucking okay. days. Uh, what else? Uh, had a movie marathon um, via Tihom, friend of the pod. Um, he does this annual horror movie marathon every year. And usually it's in person. Um but this year it was on Zoom. And actually, or not Zoom, it was on uh, Amazon Watch Party. So you can have, I didn't realize this, you can have up to 100 people on there. And there's a chat feature. And so there's the picture and then the chat. And dude, it was so fucking fun. Uh, Stu and I did that on Saturday. Uh, T-Hum did, he leaned into it too, these kind of campy intro videos of him talking like with a suit on, like, if you've ever seen these classic horror like, movie it, intros. Like TCM, where there's the guy sitting in the chair telling you about the movie yes. stars or whatever? Yes. It was awesome. And he really, like, hammed it up. But, dude, it was uh, it was cool. We watched Leviathan, which is essentially... The lead in that is the guy that played RoboCop. Um, yeah, the intros were the best part of the night. Uh, Leviathan, and had a bunch of, bunch of people in it. But essentially it was, think, uh, Alien and The Thing, but underwater in a submarine. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um, and hey, Nicole. And uh, 
So the second movie was Hey Noe, congrats on the Dodgers. Um, the second movie was uh, Adam's Family Values, the sequel, the second Adam's Family movie, which I haven't seen since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fun, really, really good. And then last movie that we watched, so there's three movies, it's a lot of movies, um, was a Wes Craven film called The Wishmaster. And it was like 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, really gory, really awful special effects. Um, and the story was fucking trash. <laughs> I actually really didn't like it. I haven't told Dion, but I, I, it wasn't like, this is a funny, bad movie. Like, oh my God, ha ha ha, it's so bad, it's funny. It's like, this is just bad. This is just a bad movie. What's up, Molly? Um, we got a lot of folks on today. Uh, but overall, the movie marathon's always great. And honestly, this year, it was, with the intro videos and, and being able to chat, um, it sounds kind of funny, but I almost like this format even more. Mm. Um, it was cool, man. It was it was really, really fun. That transitions also into Halloween is this Saturday, which what a year to have Halloween on a Saturday, <laughs> and we can't, we can't really do anything. Such um, a waste. So part of me is kind of sad because we always do a huge Halloween party. We always do Herbie Ween. Um, you know, I mean, I think my health and the health of people around me is way more important than doing that shit. But I'm bummed, man. I'm bummed that, you know, I don't even have a costume. I haven't even thought of any of that shit. Um, you don't so, plan on doing any sort of dress up at all, whether you meet up with anybody or not? No. I, don't, no. I, don't, I haven't thought about any of that, quite frankly. Um, but uh, anyway, I I am going to do something fun this this week. I'll just be at my... <laughs> yeah, the one year I was like going to work and didn't have a work costume, I was like, Caitlin's cat. That was a terrible idea. <laughs> um, uh, I think a lot of people questioned some things about me, and uh, it was just weird wearing cat ears. Um and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that was, uh, uh, Kate and I had fun, but man, that was, <laughs> that was I'm never going to be a cat again. Let's just say that. Um, what else? Oh, I, um, my dude, I, I told you a little bit about this, but I got, um, a little bit of some marketing, like social media work. So that's been cool. Yeah. Um, chugging along with that. I actually need to do some more of that today. Um, yeah, this marketing group I'm doing like, I guess it's kind of like a trial run right now, but I'm, they handed over uh, a rebrand for this gal's social media and I've been working on that. So that's been pretty fucking cool actually. Yeah. I, I love doing that stuff. That's fucking cool um, because the, the podcast in a way prepared you for that. Yeah, Doing I mean, I, I enjoy also Adobe and all that stuff. It kind of yeah. sets you up for this, in a way. Yeah, I, I and I enjoy doing it. Um, let's see, is my is my mother still on here? Okay, great. Okay, so uh, another thing that's going on in my week. Uh, my mother is a literal angel. I don't know if you saw, but she sent me this huge care package for Halloween. Tons of candy. Uh, she made a whole little bag for my girlfriend, which is cute as hell. And then uh, Clorox, sanit- uh, <laughs> Clorox wipes. 
<laughs> and then, uh, which you need them. I, you know, our family, our family loves that stuff. Uh, oh, oh, Ted's, Ted's on. on here. Hey, Ted. Um, I need to watch uh, Ted's new uh, uh, roast. He did. Uh, he did a, a Michael Myers thing, I think. So check that out on Ted. Ted roast movies, guys. Um, but yeah, she sent me the Clorox wipes, and then. Uh, have you ever had Zaps Voodoo chips? No. What Bro, are they? they're they're out of New Orleans, but they're really big in St. Louis as well. Uh huh. You can get them out here, but it's kind of hard to find. Uh, but Voodoo, um, their Voodoo style, not their not their Voodoo heat, just regular Voodoo. It's like a mix between a barbecue chip and a vinegar salt and vinegar. Oh, I'll take it. Yeah, it's very good. Um, what else? Um, we got D and D tonight. Excited to play. We haven't played in a while. Mm-hmm. Excited to see those friends. Yeah. What's up, gallery? And then I haven't seen her in a while. Wow. Um, and also, last reminder: if you haven't done it already, vote. Um, I've got my ballot right here. I'm going to spend some time filling that out, and I decided I'm just going to drop it off at my polling place. I'm not going to do the mail-in thing. So well, I, they're saying it's too late to mail in. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. That too. So I'm going to fill mine out and just walk over to my polling place over by the Mandrake and drop it off. I may do that as well. I was I was going to vote in person, and I might still, um, and do all my research ahead of time, but there's something about being in the booth, even with your sheet kind of that you prepared yourself with, that it just you feel like you're in a time crunch and you get a little bit nervous and whatever. So it might yeah. be a good idea to do it all ahead of time, and then all i got to do is just drop it in on the day. Yeah, the last election, that's what my, my roommate did. That's what Mark did. Um, he just filled his mail-in out and it saved so much time and you can research at home and then just go to your polling place and, and hand it in. Mm. Um, I think they check your name off and you hand your ballot and good to go. Um, that way you don't... I think you can kind of bypass the line that way too, I think. That's what I've heard, yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. Cool. cool. Um that's what's up with my week. Um, we started a little bit late, Nick, so it's 12.52. Okay. I think we probably have till 1.10, Okay, fantastic. Um, that should be enough time. I think we should get, get on to our questions, yeah? As soon as we get the weather report from Trent Bruce, who's out there in the field, how's that weather looking out there, Trent? Oh, sorry, there's a delay. Uh, I think, you know, there might be some spooky, uh, you know, ghostly interference with the airwaves because Halloween is this weekend. So I think it took a little while for me to hear you, Nick. I'm sorry about that. Uh, the weather is my favorite weather of the year. It's perfect during the day, chilly at night. You could wear a sweater. You could wear a hoodie. You could wear a long sleeve t-shirt. And then when you get in your covers, you can just like that and fall asleep it's really nice i like not sweating when i sleep and when i'm in bed and uh i like sleeping all through the night that's the weather report thank you trent bruce for that amazing weather report (laughs) and sorry that the poltergeist was scamming the was jamming the airwaves there but Uh, i'm glad we got that weather report spooky we got a lot of listener questions my man 
I'm going to pose this yeah. question to you because I know uh, I'm probably going to have a stronger opinion on it than you, but I'm just going to no, start no, with you anyway. Is, this is for you. I sent okay. it to you. Okay, okay, okay. Let me read it to you. All right. All right. What's up, Roger? Um, first listener question was actually me to Nicholas. What is worse, the University of Michigan or Space Jam 2? It's an excellent question, Trent. Um, I, there's no denying that they're both the two worst things that ever happened to planet Earth, but the University of Michigan is by far worse than Space Jam 2. Because wow. while Space Jam 2 is going to come in 2021 and absolutely destroy planet Earth, Michigan already got this ball rolling by existing anyway. And you know that they probably had something to do with starting Space Jam 2 because they're <laughs> nefarious like that. So the University well, of Michigan is the worst of the two. If, if I could talk a little bit about that theory, I believe U of M wears Jordan products, which in fact... Which, in fact, may actually be anti-Space Jam 2. I don't want to hear it. Don't give them anything. It's all a ruse. Okay. Can we all say that Ohio State can suck a dick, though? Well, that's a little bit rude with our mothers on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We can all hate Ohio State um, as long as we agree Sometimes. that <laughs> Michigan is far worse. Sometimes you know, some I'm embarrassed now. Sometimes you know, your hatred for certain sports teams has no filter. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move. That's it along. why we call. That's why we call this shitty, Nick. If that's we talk we, about sorry, the university, Mom. if we talk about the University sorry, of Michigan Mom. and Space Jam Two too much longer, it's gonna get real raunchy and not in a good way. So we should probably just move along. Trent, this is from my cousin Gianna. Gianna Grace, she wants to know, what's your favorite Halloween costume? Sorry. Oh, man. Go ahead. Oh, all right. My, my favorite Halloween costume that I ever wore was I was a puppy dog. Um, I think I was a puppy dog a bunch of times, but I remember being well, a puppy dog, and that was fun. Well, let, me, let me throw this at you, because mm -hmm. we've had, I think, three people ask that question. Oh, okay. We've got uh, Brandon asked what was the worst costume as a kid. We've got Beer uh, beer Baron that said best, worst costume as a kid and an adult. And Gigi said uh, favorite Halloween costume. So let's, okay. we can wrap those all together. Okay. You said your favorite's a puppy dog? Favorite was when I was a puppy dog. What was yours? What's your worst? Oh, my worst? <laughs> I went as Brock from Pokemon <laughs> and nobody knew who the fuck I was. And I instantly wished that I had not gone to Halloween that year. Okay, I've got family on here, so I'll tell you my my worst as a kid. Um, I was obsessed and still am obsessed with Mark McGuire. Um, I decided one year I wanted to dress up as like Mark McGuire. Mm -hmm. My mom goes, okay, Trent, I'm going to draw his goatee on you. And I threw a conniption fit because I'm like, I don't want any makeup on me. I don't, I don't like face paint. I don't want any of that. Were you like, I'm a man. So I, <laughs> so I went from house to house just wearing my baseball attire. Uh, and it was probably cold, so I probably had a coat over my costume. That's what sucks about Midwest Halloween is that you have your costume and then you're cold, so you wear <laughs> your coat over it. Um, 
But yeah, man, I was just in my baseball pants and I think a Cardinals hat and maybe a shirt. And everyone was like, who are you? <laughs> and, like, and so I was like probably eight, nine, ten years old. So, at, yeah, like nine, ten years old. So aggravated that no, like, everyone kept asking me. But you know, if I had the goatee, everyone would know right away. Um, so I don't know if mom and Mallory remember that. But yeah, that was that was my worst. My favorite as a kid. Man, I had honestly, we'll go back and look at photos, but I had a lot of good costumes. I was a ninja. Uh, I was the Red Ranger. I was a vampire. Uh, I want to say maybe as a kid, probably the Red Ranger, honestly. Oh, yeah? Red Red Power Ranger. Oh, yeah, um, Joanne. As an adult, I think the last costume I did... A couple years ago, where I was Forrest Gump when he was running, uh huh. I think that might have been my best one. That was a good one. That or Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Oh, The Rock. I was The Rock, too. Oh, shit. That's right. I had the elbow pads. I had the glasses, the belt. I had all that. As a kid, you were The Rock? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I That's was tight. Did yeah, you have the, the bull tattoo? We might have drew, drew it on, but I had shirt... His glasses, elbow pads, the whole nine yards. Title. Um, what's your favorite as an adult? I have not done a good job as an adult. I guess I would say my favorite was, I think it was two years ago. I was a lifeguard, and that was that was okay. <laughs> Just take your shirt off. Yeah, shirt off and red shorts. <laughs> that was okay. I'm not very good with the adult ones. Oh, I think the worst one, too, for me as an adult, when I was so lazy, I think this was three years ago, I was so lazy, or no, it was two years ago, mm-hmm. I think, I, I they all blend together, but I was just, I was just beach Trent, I just wore a Hawaiian shirt and That's right. trunks. Mark has a joke you know, about how you went to a Hawaiian yeah. party, or to a Halloween party <laughs> as yourself. <laughs> um, what uh, is your, what's the best treat from your candy bag growing up? I was just talking about this with my mom the other day. Um, favorite candy bars in general, Twix, Milky Way, Snickers. Mm-hmm. Don't at me, bro. Um, the best treat from your candy bag is that one house that you would get to before anyone else. And before they ran out, they had the full-size candy bars. Ooh. I don't care what it was. If it was original Hershey's, if it was a Butterfinger, I'll even take the Three Musketeers, all that fluff. I don't care. If I'm getting a full-size candy bar... That's the best treat in my bag, for sure. My best treat was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, still my favorite. Although, just thinking about Ooh. this, I feel a little nostalgic for some nerds. I haven't had nerds probably since Halloween. So, wow, yeah. Since Halloween yeah. as a kid. So I'd, I'd love some Willy Wonka candies right now. Um, if you were going to a party this year, Trent, and I know we kind of talked about this, what would you be if you had to spur the moment oh, to be something? What's up, Jose? Um... Spur of the moment, be something. Mm, shit. Um, a costume I've always had in the back of my pocket because of my beard is um, Al Borland from Home Improvement. Oh, you just need a flannel. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So maybe I would I would do Al from Home Improvement. And then what do you do? Just time. walk around the party, just shaking your head, saying Tim. Yeah, and with a tool belt on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Tim. 
Um, I, I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm doing anything, but I'm still going to dress up. I'm going to be the I am not famous version of Shia LaBeouf where he's got a paper bag on his head wearing a suit. No one's going to know you're Shia. It doesn't matter. It's the spirit of the thing. It's the spirit of the oh. thing. I'm dressing up. Um, what okay. is the, what is the best horror slash, uh, thriller film in your opinion? Well, I think we talked about this uh, a couple times ago, but mm-hmm. I'll give it to you right now. Uh, most um, recent modern one that's come out in the last few years that scared the bejesus out of me uh, is Ari Aster's Hereditary. I think it's absolutely mm. horrifying, unsettling. Andrew and I almost walked out of the theater. Oh. Um, that is... It is horrific. Um, I think overall... Um, Top two scariest shit of all time, um, Exorcist and uh, Silence of the Lambs. The I, I'm not a big scary movie guy. Um, the scariest movie. This is probably not a scary movie to most people, but the scariest movie I've seen because I just don't see a lot of them was The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I saw that in high school, and I was like, I don't oh, need yeah. to see these. These are fucking not for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yep. <laughs> Um, what yeah, exorcism is, stuff I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Anytime that they contort people's bodies, whether it's CGI or otherwise, I'm just ah, uh, I want to disappear. Get the, get the devil away from me, bro. I don't need that in my life. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, what is the scariest sound in your opinion? Mine is the University of Michigan fight song. Maybe when you fart and it's a little more than a fart. And you're in public and you can't do anything about it. That's probably the scariest sound. Woo! Um, what's, your, <laughs> <laughs> what's your best Halloween memory? These are all from Gianna Grace, oh, by the way. Man. Honestly, I, I really, really enjoy um, hosting our parties here. That, yeah. That's going to be a bummer. Um, I, I, I really am going to miss that LeBron's voice. Um, that's a good one, Dan. Um <clears throat> Hosting those parties is a bunch of fun. Mm. Um, as a child, I think my fondest memories every year is um, just when my sister and I would get home and we would sit uh, in the living room of my grandparents' house. And this is when we were real little, but and then dump all our candy out and just see see our our um, our spoils for the night. Um, that that was so much fun, man. And yeah. mom. Mom checking through that none of them were open or tampered with. There's no razor blades probably, in there. Probably also, you know, taking a couple chocolate bars. But, um, yeah, that, I think that was the most fun, you know, going with friends and, and my sister. And, um, yeah, we, we loved Halloween. That was so much fun. My favorite was going and meeting up with the other Grace cousins and going trick-or-treating. I think when we were little, we used to all go in a group. And then as we got a little bit older, we started going off in sections like my brother and Joe and Tony would go off and then Gianna and I would go off um, with some other parents. So that was that was the best. And then we'd all go, I think we'd all end up at their house with five bags of candy just all on the floor. And I'm sure people fighting oh, yeah. and arguing over whose candy was who and all that stuff. But I loved I have, it. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Did, my mind was blown when I went from the plastic pumpkin yeah. that you trick-or-treat with and then my my childhood friend Ian, uh, Ian told me he goes, dude, why are you using 
that's for like little kids. He's like, I use my pillowcase. Yup. Like, mind, mind blown. There is so much more space. Way more candy. <laughs> Wait, you get like five times the amount of candy. Yeah. I just remember being like 10, 11 years old and being like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh? Uh, let me ask you a question here. Goblin or ghoul? I'm going to go also, with... Also, what is a ghoul? <laughs> yeah, follow-up question. I'm going to go with goblin. Not 100% sure what a ghoul is. I think it's some sort of ghost, but I think it's slightly different. I don't know. Hold on. But Hold goblins on are in the D&D universe, so I'm going to go with goblins. Also, Lil Wayne says, what's a goon to a goblin? So I guess he's a goblin. A ghoul is an evil spirit or a phantom, especially one supposed to rob graves and feed on dead bodies. No, thank you. I will take a goblin. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think I'm with you on that one. Um, also, um, what's your best ghost story? The best ghost story I have is from my last trip to New Orleans. I was talking to a bartender at a bar and they told me a ghost story about how they'd shut down the bar and the bar apparently used to be a house that was owned by a man who killed his wife and their kids. And they were upstairs doing a checkout and they could see on the camera a, uh, a male, a man, and two little girls walking up the stairs and then through the wall. And then the owner of the bar who owned it beforehand sold the bar. And then somebody else bought it. So that's, it was a lot longer story than that, but it gave me the chills, the the willies just listening to it. I think that's the thing that for me, I've had like eerie moments where I've sensed something or I'm like, oh, I'm not, this is not the right place to be in. I got to get out of here. It's still the scariest thing. And I know it's, a sleep issue but man uh for the folks out there have had sleep paralysis too that's i know that's not necessarily a a ghost or whatever but that is that is terrifying um i remember though too back in my hometown there was an old abandoned women's prison across the missouri river Mm -hmm. um and i remember hearing some crazy shit about you know kids running there hearing things seeing things um yeah, I never went. That that shit freaks me out. Uh, all right, we gotta kind of go c- quick here. Oh shit. Um, um, is Spooky Nikki G a limited edition flavor, or will or will Sleepy take over after Halloween? Sleepy will be back. It might get. Uh, we might alter the name a little bit in the future, depending on what holidays around. But Sleepy's coming back for sure as soon as Halloween's over. Um, Trent. Okay. Boo. What's your best what's your best crime or horror thriller podcast? I don't have one. I don't know. It's not my bag. One that's true. Yeah, one that's true. Um, true crime. That was, I mean, I don't know if it's, I can say it was good, but it was super interesting and really sad. It's called To Live and Die in LA. Um, about this girl that moved here to be an actress and then van- went disappearing. And this happened like three years ago. Mm. And it's all true. That is a crazy podcast um, to live and die in L.A. Um, all right, here we go. All right, my turn um, to ask you. What okay. absurd thing scared the shit out of you as a kid? Uh, that's from Mac. What scared the shit out of me as a kid? Uh, I remember trick-or-treating um, down at the cul-de-sac of Randall. Um, we lived on Joseph. They were all like first-name streets. On Randall, there was a cul-de-sac, 
and one of the parents or older kids there dressed up like the Grim Reaper. And I remember I got, they had like a whole Halloween scene and he was just perfectly still like the Grim Reaper. And I grabbed the candy and when I turned around, he tapped me on the shoulder with his scythe or whatever you call it, the Grim Reaper giant thing. And oh yeah, the house is scary shit. And then I just remember screaming and sprinting up the hill. Gee. And also in general, I just didn't like walking home when it got dark at night. I, I didn't like that. The the absurd thing that scared like me that. as a kid. It doesn't sound fun. The absurd thing the absurd thing that scared me as a kid was when the beast would transform back into a man in Beauty and the Beast. I never have finished that movie. I always ran away when that happened. Trent. Oh, he said he said absurd. I don't know if that's absurd or scary. <laughs> Um, Trent, what's the most underrated Halloween candy and most overrated candy from the Beer Baron? Most overrated candy of all time. I agree. Is Already corn is is candy corn. I have no idea why it exists. Fuck candy it's corn. It, it's literally wax or plastic that we ingest. They dye it three different colors. Um, I forget the comedian that had the bit. But they said they just take all the candy corn that's in the garbage for this year <laughs> and then and then put it in a bag and sell it this year. Candy corn is absolute garbage. Anyone that thinks it, it, it is any good or anything, you're crazy. I'm talking to my sister here. Um, also, the, those little shit candies that you get in Halloween, it was like wrapped. It was just plain orange or plain black. I don't know if it was like... It was toffee or peanut butter or something, but it was just like, it was awful. That um, sounds awful. Most under, most underrated candy. Um, I like Airheads. Airheads okay. are great. I'd go with the Mister um, Good Bar. Ooh. Most underrated. Oh, also like the cookies and cream, cookies and cream oh. Hershey's bar. Oh. All right, Nick. Mm. Why don't we ever see animal ghosts? We only ever see uh, human ghosts. That's from Jeff Jackson. That is an excellent question. Maybe we can only see our kind. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe dogs see um, dog ghosts. Maybe dogs are running the planet. That's all I'm saying. With the help of octopuses. We've been over this. Well, I'm saying, who's the master? The the, the person walking the dog or the person picking up the dog's shit? Okay. That's all I gotta say. Okay. I feel you there. I feel you there. Um... Did you ever get egged on Halloween? And do you no. know about the Eggmobile? I, I don't know what the Eggmobile is. I've never We never got egged it. on Halloween. I think we were too far out in the country and our driveway was pretty long. Did you? I don't think we did either or TP'd. Um, yeah. I did do... I never egged. I did do some TP'ing. Mm-hmm. Um, not really on Halloween. Too many people are out. They're going to yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, uh, we already answered that. Best okay. pumpkin beer. That's from Brandon, best pumpkin oh. beer. Um, I personally think, um, I haven't had pumpkin beer in a while, but mm-hmm. I think my favorite that I can remember, it had a lasting memory, uh, Shipyard. Shipyard's pumpkin beer. Um, I think Shipyard's out of the East Coast. Uh, bomb. I like pumpkin beer that's not super sweet. I prefer it to be more like nutmeggy and spicy. Mm. Um, almost like a, like a carrot cake kind of vibe going. Oh, there we go. Um, oh, you got TP'd. Mike's friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then I, I, I had to fucking take it out of the trees. It was the worst. I had nothing to do with it. Um, I don't have a pumpkin beer. 
that even comes to mind. So I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. What's your favorite horror comedy, Trent? This is also from Brandon. Favorite horror comedy, I believe, is Tucker and Dale. Is it Tucker and Dale Must Die or Tucker T- and Dale? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Versus Evil. Yeah. T- yeah. Yeah. That is, it's so funny, man. That was my number um, two. I own that movie. What We Do in the Shadows was my number one. Oh, that's, yeah. It's, it's so I'm with good. you. I'm with you. Um, also, off of this pumpkin gimmick, uh-huh. if you guys have never had the pumpkin butter from Trader Joe's, it's like apple butter. I think I talked about this last time, but try the pumpkin butter at Trader Joe's. I get it every year. It's amazing. This um, is from your uh, significant other, Steffi Marks. She wants to know, why are you so hot? Why am I so hot? Um, I say I got good DNA. And, um, you know, I got a great barber. (laughs) And uh, I don't know how else to answer this, but um, I got it from my mama. I got it from my mama. I got it from my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's just starting to get gross. Um, uh, Kate, Caitlin says, are we getting a refund for last week? I want to speak to the manager. She is absolutely not. I'm sorry to let you know, Caitlin, as much as we love you, the world is not fair. And sometimes this stuff happens, but we promise to be and, good to you in the future. And we are the managers. We and, we are, to the manager. and we are the managers. What costume that you always wanted to wear as a kid, but didn't, but you didn't get to. Um, and I always wanted to be Mr. T because you know a vanilla Mr. T would have been epic from the beer bear. <laughs> uh, man, a costume I never got to be. I'm not going to lie. I think I got to do all the costumes. Yeah. Um, my mom was was pretty pretty good at that. Um, was I ever Spider-Man? I would probably want to be Spider-Man. I can't remember. Um, I don't know. I think I pretty much... Maybe I was a spoiled kid with that, but I think I got to be all of whatever them. we wanted. Yeah. yeah, we we had fun. I didn't like the scary part of Halloween growing up. I mm-hmm. kind of like it now, but I always loved costumes. It was always fun dressing up. Buzz Lightyear. Oh man, that's that would have been tight. One. What about you, Nick? Do you have one? There's nothing that comes to mind, honestly. I probably would have been a puppy dog or a cowboy every year if I had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> not much has changed uh, um okay how, how can you tell is, if it's a uh, garb if oh <laughs> this is from mark sipka how can you tell <laughs> if it's garbage you smell or if it's just your upper lip great question um you know being two guys that have hair right above their lip um you know, if I'm eating a greasy pizza that kind of hangs out there all day, um, you know, <laughs> I can't really tell, to be honest. Um, it's probably a mix of both. There's probably some particles up there. Uh, Nick's going to argue that there's poop particles in my beard. Um, I wasn't, but if you're going to throw it out there, now I'm just going to assume there is. <laughs> you remember that was a diss? That was a great diss as a kid. What? No, the upper lip thing. No? You never heard that? Just your upper lip? No, what's up? Okay. Oh, that was just like a diss you would tell kids. That there's poop in your upper lip? No. I'm so confused. Moving on. All right. Moving on. What's scarier, a bunch of spiders hatching in your mouth 
Oh, or a serial killer <laughs> hunting you. That's from Quincy. Spiders hatching in your mouth or a serial killer hunting you. I'm going wow. to, honestly, scarier, probably not as intense, but scarier is probably spiders hatching in your fucking mouth. That sounds <laughs> that sounds terrible. I mean, like, it'd be thrilling and awful for a serial killer to be trying to kill you, but at least it sounds like you know what the situation is. This spider thing sounds like it's just like, boom, surprise, spiders in your mouth, and that sounds awful. Man. What about you? That's a good question. Um, I think the serial killer. I think the spider thing is gross, gross, gross and weird. Um, but I think that knowing that someone's out there hunting me uh, and the paranoia that would come with that, and you would lose sleep, and um, you know, be so like, and then you'd lose sleep and be more paranoid. Yeah, I think the serial killer thing's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, they, neither of them sound too great. Um, I'm still afraid of the dark as an adult, so I think that one's... Yeah, dude, you shut off the lights in the living room and you sprint to your bed. Yeah. Um, This is from Gino. Uh, what's the closest you've ever come to death? And this is our last question. Whoa. Um... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a pretty safe dude. <laughs> um, maybe doing some of these crazy hikes when we went to these national parks. Like, we didn't go on anything super, super crazy. But there were some moments where I was like, okay, there's a slab of rock here. There's about four feet, five feet of a path. And then there's about a 2,000 foot drop on the other side of me with no barrier. So... That was scary. And honestly, um, there's been a few times where I've been caught under a wave in the ocean and where it's literally like flipping you around like clothes in a washing machine. Mm -hmm. um, ocean's scary, dude. Uh, I'll take a lake and a boat over the ocean any day. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had as a kid or anything... I've never been in, like, a big car crash or anything, thank God. Um, what about you? The closest I came to death was, I think I was in sixth grade or fifth or sixth grade. I almost suffocated because I had caught some sort of, I think it was a bacteria that essentially started making, I think your trachea, it was either my trachea or my larynx close on itself. And my, oh, wow. my parents were out of town, and I was staying at my grandparents' house, and... Um, Luckily, I mean, I just assumed I was sick, but it started getting progressively worse. And there was my uncle came over, my uncle Jeff. I credit him for saving my life because I collapsed on the floor and he rushed me to the um, to the hospital and I was passing in and out of consciousness before they could open up my my airway. So that was the closest. Whoa. I Oh, that just reminded me of an instance. I actually was very scared. Mm -hmm. Speaking of your throat uh when i first moved here i worked a lot of catering gigs because mm -hmm. you made decent money and it was very flexible and i remember while you're, you're catering similar like restaurant stuff if you want to grab a quick bite or whatever you can do that um and so i was trying to like hurry up and eat because we were really busy yeah. and i and i had uh it was just like grilled chicken 
and I do this a lot. I, I need a, <laughs> I eat so fast. I need to slow down in general. But I was just eating this chicken so fast, and legitimately, a big thing of chicken got stuck in my throat. Face is beat red. Couldn't breathe. And I was looking at all the people around me, like, you know, like gasping for air. And you know, I'm a lighthearted dude. I'm a fun dude, joking around all the time. The first thing people were all like, they kind of thought I was just kidding around. Yeah. And then when I saw, they saw, I was like hunched over and I was like going like this. This, I can't remember the guy's name, but he came over and literally gave me the Heimlich, spit the chicken out, like Pierce Brosnan and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. And, uh, yeah, man, had a, had a close call there. So chew, chew your food, chew your food. <laughs> yeah. That was a scary one. Um, <sighs> yeah. That's all of our listener questions. How much time do we? How much time we got, man? We can't have too much time. It hasn't time set. It hasn't set anything yet. Oh shit! Maybe they. Maybe they're letting us go more than an hour. They must be. I don't know. Because well, we, you want to get through some of this. Um. I guess we could do some basketball. Might as well do some news here. Hold I'm on. I'm surprised we had so many questions. <laughs> um. Let's do some basketball. Here we go. This week in basketball, there's not too much going on. The NBA draft will be virtual. That's one of the things they did announce, and that the NBA season is slated, they think, to start on December 22nd. And that's pretty much all the news. Um, 72-game season. Already players are pissed about it. Probably going to be in a bubble again. Here we go. Let's get the Lakers another championship any way Adam Silver can. That's this week in basketball. Going to send it over to Trent Bruce for this week. Uh in wrestling how many sorry real quick how many games are in a normal season 80 82 okay uh and they're starting around christmas time Mm -hmm. what's the big deal i don't know why they're pissed about it yeah people like to complain about stuff you're still a millionaire you still get to play a child's game for millions of dollars Mm -hmm. okay this week sorry i just had to comment on that well i mean (laughs) i i agree and you get the most easy NBA championships available right now. So I would just say rack them up. Let's run it back. Here you go. This week in wrestling. That was Kane's old theme song, by the way. I, you know, he's a... He's a spooky character, so I figured for Halloween we'd use Kane. Um, Hell in a Cell pay-per-view was on Sunday, WWE. Um, Roman Reigns started out the match. He was fighting his cousin, Jey Uso. Uh, The match was super long and slow. Uh, I thought it went on way too long, but I think story-wise, I think they're actually telling a cool story. Um, They're trying to get, you know, more and more Roman to go heel. Um, And basically, he's just forcing everyone to accept that he is the head of the table he's the head of the family he's the tribal chief of their bloodline and so um jay's brother came out tried to stop the match um because roman just wouldn't stop it was an i quit match and so roman wouldn't stop jay wouldn't say i quit 
Um, eventually, his brother came in. Um, yeah, besides it being really long, I think it's good storytelling. We all know it's going to lead to Roman versus Rock. Um, Sasha Banks won, uh, I believe, the SmackDown Women's title from Bailey. Great. I don't like Bailey. Sasha's also um, unstoppable in Hell in the Cell. And that was actually a very entertaining match. Sasha's Randy my Orton. girl. Randy Orton beat Drew McIntyre and is a champion once again. Um, Randy Orton's been a really big heel and a really big guy right now. Again, this guy. Um, I don't know if I agree with necessarily putting the title on him. You know, we all knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, but he is, you know, he's very smart and very good at what he does. And um, So we'll see where that goes. Um... What else? Uh, NXT had Halloween Havoc last night. Um, so NXT is now bringing back some of these old pay-per-views that like WCW did back in the day mm-hmm. and doing like a little one-off show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Halloween Havoc is like a whole Halloween-themed show. Uh, and that was actually super entertaining. They had a bunch of uh, gimmick matches, um, like a haunted house match, and then um, stuff that was all over the arena and uh, had some like spooky... Um, things happen during the matches. So it's fun. It wasn't corny. Uh, it was just fun and entertaining. Uh, and there's a line there. Um, but it, it was great. Their, their program's really good. Uh, Pat McAfee is still involved with, with NXT, which at first I was like, eh. But he's actually pretty good. Uh, Pete Dunne came back last night and thought he was going to help Kyle O'Reilly turned his back and joined Pat McAfee and they all beat the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly. That was pretty interesting. Um, AEW um, still looks very cheap production-wise. Still is very much like a uh, TNA 2.0 kind of gimmick. Um, Dude, this thing is like... It's not cutting us off. I think we can just go whenever now. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll wrap this up here in a bit. But um, AEW still looks cheap. And then, dude, last, not last night, but the week before, uh, Shane showed me a clip. There was a tag team match, and one of the guys in AEW clearly is knocked out cold. Like, knocked out, knocked out cold. Referee didn't do anything. One of the guys literally drags his body to the corner and, like, tags his hand. And then he's like, he's like, his arms, like, he's laying down, his arms, like, stuck like this. Because he's just out. And then he kind of like, he doesn't come to, but he's kind of up. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other guys did a did a move on him. And I don't blame him because he didn't see it. But there's this clip I'll send you, man. It's pretty sad. Like the refs didn't do anything, the people around, and the commentators. Didn't, but he, this guy is clearly like, clearly out of it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's just some things they need to tighten up. I mean, that could have done some lifelong damage to that guy. Um, I don't know, man. That that was that was scary to see. That's not that, that. No one likes to see that shit. That's not. That's awful. Yeah. Anyway, still think AEW has a lot of work to do. But um, sounds that's like it. this week. That's this week in wrestling. Um, I guess we could send it home, man. I don't think Instagram's stopping us. No, they're not. They are not. This week in hip hop. Well. Jack Harlow has a new song. Oh. And it's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's called Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's fun. And go listen to Amir Says Nothing if you aren't all 
ready. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 26 of the Quarantine Edition. My name is Nick. That is Trent Bruce. We do this every Thursday, almost every Thursday, unless one of us goes on a hunting trip. Um, <laughs> every Thursday at noon on Instagram Live. If you want to listen to the podcast recording, you can do it anywhere podcasts are available. Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. It's fucking out there. It's available. Happy it's Halloween there, to everybody. Go vote. It's your civic duty. Stay safe. Don't get sick. And Lolo Jones, text me. See you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell.